Hey, 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 what's poppin'? You listen to the Off the Mark podcast with attorney LaConya Murray. So glad that you joined me today. We got a good one for you, so stay tuned. Hey, 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 how are you all doing? Welcome to the other legal tea. I'm your host. LaConya Murray, brand attorney and owner of Offermark IP Solutions, where we have clients throughout the United States protect their brand, their content, and their ideas through trademarks, copyright, patents, and contracts. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. I am going to take a few minutes to share this one out because it is a really good tea. Like, I'm telling you, it's really good. One, not only because is giving us real life example, but I get this question all the time. Like I came up with this word, I don't want anybody to use this word, how can I protect it? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Give us just a second to find, here we go. So what I want you to do is tag somebody, invite this, share this out to someone who need, who's in business and they need to know how to trademark a short phrase or a cute word. You know, we're all coming up with titles for ourselves, all coming up with little short phrases. And you wanna know, how can I protect this? And so I'm about to tell you, as soon as we go, boom. All right, there we go. So let's go with it. Okay, so first of all, there's a video someone shared. Shout out to Kamari Ellis for sharing this story with me. Um, via he shared it to me in my Instagram DMs. And listen, when you see a story like this, definitely share it and let me know uh, so we can talk about it. So shout out to Kamari for always looking out and when he, he sees something, he shares something. You can also email it to podcast at thelegalt.co and I will get it. All right. So listen, he sent me this video and it's a video of Cardi being Cardi, just like kind of going off because people were mad at her because she found a trademark for Kirk. And I know I said that wrong. My daughter just spent like five minutes laughing at me, attempting to make the sound. Do you know what I'm saying, right? Occur. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. She said that while she's here, she's going to secure all the bags and tell people to get them some business so they can secure their bags too. But listen, people were mad because they were trying to figure out how in the world you're going to trademark Occur. And how in the world are you going to do it when you weren't even the first person to use that word? What about the Kardashians? They were using this first, you know, and I had to look that up because I don't know anything about the Kardashians and what they were doing, but they were using the phrase. So listen, in February, on February 25th um, of this year, so just like a month ago yesterday, she filed a trademark for a Kurt as it, as it um, goes with clothing. She filed an intent to use application for clothing for that word and people are just mad right so this is how she can do this remember what do trademarks protect trademarks protect brand identifiers brand identifiers and what's a brand identifier anybody in the comments let me know what a brand identifier is put a one if you don't know what it is put a two if you want me to share what that is you know what i'm gonna share it anyway right because i know there's some people who don't know what brand identifiers are so brand identifiers are those things that indicate the source of a good or a service again the source of a good or a service does it indicate the good of a source of a, the good of a source of a service Ugh, tongue tied y'all hear what i'm trying to say so when people think about 
trademarks, they think about names, they think about logos, um, also slogans. But trademarks also protect things outside of that. They protect um, smells, colors, shapes, sounds too. They also protect sounds. So it's okay. So as long as somebody, so let's go through like the, the little test. So you have a trademark, right? If it associates, if it, if it identifies the source of a good or a service. And then if that good or service is available in interstate commerce, right? Then you're, you're one step closer. And then if that, that same thing that's identifying those goods or service are also indicating, are also, are you, also unique, meaning when people see that, they think of you, bam, you got a trademark. Listen, Courtney says every time she goes somewhere and makes an appearance, they want her to say, okay. And every time she does like a commercial or something, they want her to end it with that same sound, right? That same word. So she's like, yeah, I'm going to get paid for this. I'm going to do that because now when we think of that, we think of her. She's doing it so much. It's like it's becoming regular when she's making an appearance. I mean, think about it. Super Bowl. Pepsi had her do that, made a whole big commercial around that, right? And so it's not, this is what I want you to know. Um, so we're going to go back. We're going to talk about. Uh, so when it comes to trademarking a catchphrase, again, it's not about who does it first because that's something that Laura Bell Bundy, Laura Bell Bundy, she learned the hard way. Do y'all know who Laura Bell Bundy is? I didn't know who Laura Bell Bundy is. When they were talking about the Kardashians doing it first, I just kind of did a little Google search on who did the, who was first came up with this word. And I was reading an article on Refinery29, and it went back and was just saying how it came, how people thought the word was created in the drag community. But really, um, there's a video that came that circled back in 2010 where this, this, this actress, where she was in the original Jumanji, love that movie. She was in Dreamgirls as one of the girls when they um, appropriated our song and the song, and she's one of the girls that sit in the back of the car. She is, so she's an actress, and so she came up with this web series, really, or this video, I would call it a video, and it's called I Believe Hair Salon, where she's this character, Show Can Tell, so she's a white actress, and she's playing this character, which is really suspect, but she's telling people that they need to get their hair done, and she says, okay, like, she's like, y'all need to check their hair, blah, 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 okay. So that was in 2010, right? And so she was the person that said that. She's the person that said that. Now, let me tell you about Miss Bundy. That was in 2010. Miss Bundy didn't file for a trademark application until January, July of last year, July of 2018, 2018. July of 2018 is when she filed her trademark application. But guess what? Guess what? She received an office action. Remember, office actions are communications from the USPTO office that says, hey, you, we don't think you should get this, this um, trademark. And so she received an office action because they said that um, the way that she was using it was, fail, was failure to use as a trademark. Like she wasn't using it as a trademark. So because she wasn't using it as a trademark, they're like, you know what? You shouldn't get this application. This application shouldn't be approved. Now, she just received that office action. Um, mid-January so she has six months to respond to it six months to respond to it and we'll see how she responds so excuse me as her proof of using it as a trademark she submitted that that um that video but listen 
Listen, listen, listen. Here's what you need to know about when you're trying to trademark a short phrase. First of all, it's not about who came up with the word. The dictionary is full of words, full of words. Apple was a word. Apple didn't come up with the word apple, right? But they began using it in association with a good or a service. So it's not about who came up with the word. That's not what trademarks are based off of. Stop telling people that folks are stealing your IP because you came up with this word, right? Especially if you hadn't done the second thing, which is identify, have that word or short phrase, identify the source of a good or a service. If you are not selling something and you have this word and you're not, it's not associated with something that you're selling, then guess what? It's not a trademark. It's just a few words you came up with. Cut it out. Cut it out. Right? If you want to monetize and jump on something, you're going to have to create a service or a good to go with it. And that's something. So think about it. Back in, I don't even know, when was On Fleek popular? Like 2014, 2015? So On Fleek, y'all remember On Fleek for eyebrows? Are my eyebrows On Fleek? Mm, I don't know. Kind of maybe suspect. I don't know. Anywho. Um, so there's a registered trademark for On Fleek, and guess who does? Guess who owns it? It's a company called the Wink Brow Bar, and they registered in 2015. But they were not the creator of On Fleek. On Fleek was created by Peaches Monroe. That's her her stage name or her you know video persona. Her real name is Kayla Newman. She's the person that came up with On Fleek. That's her. She was the one that created the viral video On Fleek. But she was not the first person to trademark it. As a matter of fact, it's 2019, and she's just now getting to the point where she can trademark. Like she just registered that trademark. So she filed, she didn't file her application until like August of 2015, and then the application was suspended because there were prior applications pending because she waited so long, other people jumped on it. So she had to wait for those applications to be resolved before she can even move forward with registration. Now, thank God that those were resolved and she's able to move forward. I think she has a, I think it's published. I think she's in the publishing phase of that application. So, and, and then it's not even for makeup, it's for clothing. So the, the wink brow, they did theirs for cosmetics. So she couldn't go in that lane. And I guess the easiest thing to do is to go the apparel lane, the apparel lane. So that's, that's good. And I don't even know. I have to look again. I think right now she's still in. She filed a 1B application, meaning she was going to intend to intend to um, create a clothing line. So I don't even think that she's actually done it yet. So she's still working on that. But the thing number one you need to know about it is that um, it's not about who came up with the word because the dictionary is full of words. And two, if the word's not, if it doesn't identify the source of a good or a service, then it's not a trademark, period, point blank. It's not a trademark. And the third thing that you need to know is that um, in this situation, when it comes to Cardi B, I want you to know that the, the, the other, that sounds can be trademarks too. Sounds can be trademarks too. And so, and the reason I bring that up is because I would love, love, love to see Cardi actually trademark the sound because that's what people are, when we hear that sound, we think of her, the people are, are bringing her in and saying, hey, you know, you're hearing this commercial, make the sound. Here, you're here on, on the set doing a, a, an appearance, make the sound. So sounds can be protected. A lot of people like, oh, she can trademark a sound? Listen, the Pillsbury Doughboy, you know the little <laughs> that's a trademark sound. The NBC chime, dun, 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 that's a trademark sound. The opening bell for the New York Stock Exchange, 
that's the trademark sound. The lion's roar when you get ready, when you go to the movies, it's an MGM movie. That's a trademark sound. When you are building your brand, when you are creating your brand, let's take Cardi B's advice to heart. She's talking about securing all of the bags. Secure all the bags. You have to secure the bag by securing your brand. And when you're coming up with these brands, what I want you to do is think outside of the box. Think outside of just, oh, I'm going to have a nice name. Think outside of, oh, I'm going to have a great logo. You need to create a better experience for your, for your customers. You know, outside of just the, the name and the logo, you can think broader than that. Think of, you know, colors. UPS trademark their colors. That, that brown, that, that's a trademark color. Um, who else? Who else? There's a company that trademarked a, a smell. Apple. Apple trademarked the shape of their product. They also trademarked the layout of their store. So there's so many different things that you can do when you create, especially if you do goods. If you're doing goods, you can trademark your packaging. If you have a unique packaging, you can trademark that package. And so when you're coming up with your brands and trying to figure out how you can make your mark in this market, then you need to think about the whole, how can they experience, how can they touch it, feel it, smell it, how does it sound? You know, you can do all that stuff. Someone says, how much money should you make before you trademark? That's a great question because for me, it's not about how much money you should make because if you wait until you make money, then you can risk the chance of, of someone beating you to the punch. What you need to consider is how much, how much pre-work have you done? Have you done your homework? Have you, do you have a business plan? And I don't mean one of those fancy business plans that when you're trying to get a loan, do you know what problem you're solving? Do you know how you're going to solve this problem? Do you know who your market is and how you're going to make money? Do you have a plan for that? Are you invested in this business? Meaning that if you don't make money in three months, are you going to be like, oh my gosh, my world has ended and I'm going to quit this business. You know, if you plan on being in it and sticking with it for the long run and you plan on, um, and you've done your homework and you know how you're going to make money and you know that this is a business so things can go left and right and at the same time you're like if someone takes this name i'm going to be so thrown right i'm going to be just some people come up with names and different trademarks and they really don't care right but if you're like this is it this is my brain this is my baby what you want to do is file that trademark you can file a trademark so i know that i said that you had to be in commerce but they have a trademark application that's called an intent to use application with that intent to use application, which is what Cardi filed. Cardi filed an intent to use application because she didn't have a clothing line yet, but she intends to create a clothing line specifically for her. I think she has sweatshirts and hoodies around that occur. And don't laugh at me in my occur because, yeah, I'm trying. I'm struggling, you know. It's whatever. But if you file an intent to use application, what you're saying is, hey, you know what? I'm not using this mark in commerce right now. But I have a bona fide intent to use it in commerce. And so review my application. And what happened is during the application, do the application just like it was a regular in-use application. And then at the end, they would say, okay, your business looks good. Now give us proof that you're using this mark in commerce. And so at the end, you will submit your proof. But what that does is it allows you, because when we, when we start businesses, right, we don't just like start a business, come up with a business, and then just like launch the next day. It's a process. It's a process. So what that allows you to do is to go through that launch phase um, and make sure that you're secure while you're doing that. I want to trademark my name because I found another. <laughs> is that possible? 
So names are can be a little more difficult, but if is your name associated with a good or a service? Is are you like I mean Steve Harvey has a trademark for his name, Oprah has a trademark for for her name, but they're associated with a service. And then another thing too, they will say that it's it just depends. It just it really just depends. But it it can't you can trademark names. But we would, I need to do a trademark clearance service to see what type of service you're providing. And if you want more more um, information about bona fide intent to use, I just did a video, I think last week, maybe, no, two weeks ago, about Beyonce and Jay-Z trying to, to register Blue Ivy's name. You know, they're still trying to register her name. I just did a podcast about that, um, bona fide intent. Definitely check it out. We're on iTunes, thelegalt.co. Illegalty.co. So you can definitely check out the podcast on illegalty.co. That was a good question. We had some really good questions. But the bottom line is, Cardi can trademark okay as it relates to clothing because she's taking that word and she's just not using it as a cute word or a phrase. She's taking it and she's associating it with a good or a service. If you don't associate it with a good or a service, you cannot do it. Okay? That's, so that's what I want you to take away from that. I also want you to know that um, words are, there's all types of words. But what you also need to know is that when it comes to branding, you can do so much more than just trademark a name or a slogan. Start thinking about sound. Oh, Harlem Go Trotters. They have their, their dun 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 dun. That is trademark. There's so many different things that can be you can use to protect your brand and make you stand out um, with your customers. Do it. I, I, I implore all of you to, to think beyond names and logos when it comes to building your brand. That's the first thing you want to do. Oh, I, I need to get my logo designed. First of all, you don't even, that's not the first thing you have to do when you go into business. That's not, your logo is not the all overall thing of your brand and we can talk about what builds a brand maybe that's what i'll i talk about on on friday um in my beyond the launch group so i have a facebook group it's called beyond the launch with lakanya murray and what i do is actually <laughs> is actually um answer questions doing on friday it's called murray's law but does anybody have any questions as relates to Cardi B and the trademark and why she's able to get the trademark and what the Kardashians have to do with anything and, and what's her name? Laura Bundy. So Laura Bundy, so yeah, so I'm only keeping an eye out on that application, but I don't think that it's going to be approved because essentially it's just her using the word in a, in a skit. And so that's not really associating, you know, she's using the word in a skit, but she's not, there's no service of good associated, associated with it. So yeah, she's providing a service by creating the video, but the way that she's using the word doesn't—it doesn't tie back to it. If that makes if that makes sense, so it's not like that's her. Yeah. So I'll be interested to know where that application goes and if she or if she submits more proof. I don't even know if. And that's another thing too. Just because she did it back in 2010, right? Just because she was creating, she created a series of videos back then, and and she was using it, but she's and then she stopped. There is no trademark, so now there's no association of goods or services. You have to have something associated with goods or services. That doesn't mean some people have seasonal businesses, meaning that you only come out like maybe in the fall or spring or whatever, or maybe you hold a conference once a year. That doesn't mean that um, if you have your conference in June 
all the rest of the months where you're not using that mark, then the trademark is gone. No, you have an annual conference, and that annual conference is whatever it is, and so that is the trademark being used. Whew. Thank you all for joining me. I know that was a lot of information. And if you haven't subscribed to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or some other places, um, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or to our YouTube channel if you're watching the video. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel because this is what we do. When you like the videos, when you share the videos, when you comment on the videos, that lets me know that you are finding this information useful and it helps me and keeps me motivated to create more content. I like this. I can talk about it all day, but I know that we have other things to do. I appreciate you all.